everyone, welcome to Dose of Wanani, the podcast. It is me, I'm the host of this podcast. And if it's your very first time tuning in, welcome, welcome, welcome. I hope you enjoy this episode. And once you're done with this one, feel free to listen to any other episode. I am so sure that there's something that you must hear from at least one other episode. So yeah, my name is Wanani, by the way. I don't know if I say that. And if you are a returning listener, it's so nice to have you here again. And as you can tell from this episode, I just turned 25. Well, I did not actually. By the time you're listening to this episode, I will be 25. But as of the day I'm recording this, I am not 25 yet. So yeah, I turned 25 on the 4th of February. So yeah, uh, today I'm going to be sharing 25 lessons at 25. I think that will be the title. I don't know if that sounds good, but yeah, 25 lessons for my 25th birthday. Yeah. And um, I've done this before, actually. I did this when I turned 21, I think, either 21, 20 or 19. One of the three. I did this on my blog. I have a blog that you should check out and I will link that post particularly in the description of this episode. So if you want to see if there's been growth, I haven't read that episode, that blog post. Maybe I should read it after I record this just to see. Like, are we growing? You know, what's going on? Are we growing? Yeah. So I'm 25, guys. And I am officially closer to 30 than I am to 25. To 20. To 20. <laughs> yeah, I'm closer to 30 than to 20 now. And that's exciting for me. But it's also like... Oh my goodness, you know, but it's also exciting. Exciting only because I wrote a blog post some years ago, um, a letter to my 30-year-old self. And that's one of my favorite blog posts, actually. So with that blog post, I wrote it to future me and just like trying to find out what's going on. Like, did I A, B, C, D, you know, and I've never read that post since the day I posted it i have never read it and so i'm forgetting some things like i don't remember every single thing in the post but i do remember some of the things and you know it's gonna be hilarious when i read that post again and i i think i'm gonna record that as an episode but it's gonna be so hilarious because like the few things i remember now i'm just like girl what was going on you know but yeah, it's going to be funny. So I'm looking forward to that. But right now, I'm 25. And I'm just going to be sharing, you know, some things that have been significant to me over the last year, like the last couple of years. And yeah, so I just wrote this list down um, over the last few days. So the things are not in any particular order. It doesn't mean if something is number one, then it's the main thing. And if something is number... 21 then it's not the best thing so yeah then no order of importance or whatever i was just writing things down as i reflected and as things came to me so because we're going through 25 things i don't want to make this episode long so i will be some things that should be explained i will be explaining and things that do not need an explanation i will not be explaining so yeah uh, this is these are my twenty five lessons for my twenty fifth birthday. So, yeah, sit down, get something to drink, and let's talk. So, lesson number one: Not all friendships last forever. Growing apart is actually normal. Yep, 
not all friendships last forever and i think it's so easy to say that it's so easy to say that until you can like you're able to see like right now where i am i'm in the middle of a friendship breakup you know and maybe it's not like an early breakup maybe it's one day you talked and you didn't know that, that would be the last time you're talking you know one day you said bye and you didn't know that would be the last time you're saying bye to the person you know because now in a few days you just won't be friends you know someone will lose someone's number and that's just it so yeah but also the, my main reason here is because of growing apart and this is something i think i have battled with <laughs> something i've battled with over the last couple of years because i just like the other people i've known over the years have um like we've all grown everyone has grown right and so people have changed i have changed and change is inevitable and as we grow as i discover more about myself as i um learn who i am you know as i find myself <laughs> like it's come with an understanding of what you know what i truly want for myself or out of life it's come with a better understanding of like the things that I value, the things that are important to me, the deal breakers there. You know, I've come to learn what all those things are. And, you know, sometimes like things are just no longer aligning, you know, like even as friends, like I was no longer serving them in that I could not um, meet them like where they wanted me to meet them. And so, and vice versa. And so it's like, you know, where you can just see the friendship is, like, dying, you know. But it's a thing for, like, if we see each other today, it's all love, you know. It's all love 100%. But, yeah, just understanding that friendships, not all friendships will last forever. And you'll, have, you'll grow apart, some, like, grow up, like, some for some people anyway. <laughs> you may grow apart, and that might be the end of your friendship and... Like, I know, I remember, like, trying to really, you know, keep some things going, but eventually, I, it was just difficult to, so yeah, that's a lesson I've learned. Not all friendships last forever. That includes even friendships that I'm making now, you know, like, at this space where I am, like, where I am right now with myself, even the friendships I'm making now probably might not and will not last forever. It's not 100% of them that will be lifelong, and that sucks. You know, thinking about that now because like, oh my gosh, these are people I'm enjoying. I'm enjoying doing life with currently, but they might not be there, you know, as my friends in the next few years. So yeah, lesson number one. Lesson number two. Lesson number two, while on the topic of friendships, is avoid relationships that cause you to change who you are. The people around you or the people you are around influence who you are. And this is top two. Okay, maybe not top two. But this is such a big lesson and a very serious one. Because like it or not, the people who you are with, who you're spending a lot of time with, are going to influence you. And so you want to choose to be influenced by people who have similar, you know, interests, who value similar things and who kind of want not the same things, but you can align with what they want, basically. Yeah. So you have to choose. Like, you, we, we have the privilege of choosing who influences us. And so let's choose people who influence us positively. If you're around a group of people who want to go to direction A, 
somehow, somehow you're going to find yourself going that way. Or people who talk a certain way, somehow you're going to start speaking in that way as well. And so this translates to things even far much bigger than just speech or direction or whatever. Like even your choices, your decisions, a lot of like who you are or who you become is as a result of who you are allowed to influence you. So yeah, but also just avoiding relationships that cause you to change who you are. Get out of those. Like, mm-mm, get out. And I wish 24-year-old one I knew earlier. But yeah, like avoid relationships where you cannot be accepted like for who you are or where, where you're asked to change things that are significant to you. I keep on talking about the things that matter. You know, avoid relationships where the things that matter for you are not respected, you know. Avoid relationships where you can't respect the things that matter to someone else as well. Yeah. So you want to be in a space that allows you to be you, you know, in a in a place that won't let you dim your light just so you can fit, a place that won't make you shrink so that you can be, you know, you can fit in. So, yeah, avoid relationships because you change who you are and the people around you and the people you are around influence who you are. So be wise in choosing who your influence is. Lesson number three, confrontation, confrontation, confrontation. You're going to have to learn how to confront people. By the time you're 18, 25, you'd have had to do some confrontation because maybe you are working in a group of people or you are trying to get a business started with people or whatever it may be. But you're going to well, I've had to interact with people a lot more. And suddenly, you know, like I went from not really interacting to really interacting where it's like cause for concern. But yeah. And even as you form relationships relationships with people, whether it's business relationships, friendships, romantic relationships, whatever it may be, like you are bound to kind of rub, you know, shoulders. You are kind of like things will happen and things will come up and there might be offense. But are you letting offense stay? Are you letting it build up? You know, be like you have to gather the courage and the confidence to be able to confront people, to be able to confront when things are not being done right, you know, when people are not doing things right to you, you must be able to bring that up. If you're in a group of people, you're working on something and someone is doing something wrong, hmm, girl, boy, you know, like find the courage to confront people, you know, and of course do it with wisdom. I'm not saying confront and just go out, but conflict will be there and you're going to have to learn how to, be able to confront don't be confrontational like where you're just always looking for you know but right time right place confront don't run away from confrontation it clears up so many things i think now i do it very well like any small thing i'm gonna call you i'm gonna call you I'm gonna say, what is this you know what is going on like from a place of love of course but yeah learn don't be scared of it learn 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 to confront it goes so much further than just confronting people in your family, confronting your friends. It carries on into the work environment, business world, whatever. You're going to have to be confrontational. You're going to have to learn to confront people, to confront things, to confront statements, to confront whatever it is. Yeah. Next is to welcome the stretching. 
Ooh, this one is a big one. I think in my last episode, I talked about how last year was the most stretching year of my life. And that is true. 24, 24 was extremely stretching for me. I think God called me to places that if he had not called me or if any other person had called me but God, I would have not gone. Because let me tell you, like, yeah, say yes to God, follow God and whatever. And then he starts calling you into places where you start thinking, like, I don't think I have the capacity for this. And that's where the stretching begins. And he says, you don't think you have the capacity, but I'm going to bring the capacity out of you. And you have to welcome it. You have to be receptive of it, you know, because I moved from having to cry about things, especially when I was in the thick of it, when I could feel like I am being stretched you know, like I would cry. But then understanding that God is doing the stretching and God's stretching is not a stretching that's going to rip you apart or tear you to pieces, but it's just a stretching that will, you know, give you more grace to do what God has called you to do. And in any case, we have not been guaranteed an easy life, you know, like just because I said yes to God, things must flow as smooth as I don't know what. And so even when he calls you, things must just be smooth. Yeah, there is a grace for places that God has called you to, but those places will also stretch you. And you have to welcome the stretching. Learn how to handle being stretched, especially, I always say, especially if the Lord has called you to it. Because if the Lord has not called you to it and it's stretching you, like it might not be a good stretch, you know, it might not be a good stretch. You might end up with a muscle pull or something, but there's grace for where God has called you to. And so even as he stretches you, as he increases you, as he increases how much you're able to hold, you know, as he shows you that you are made for much more and to do bigger things than you think you're able to, welcome it. Welcome it. That's the only stretching you must be accepting. The one from God. That's the only stretching. Not people who are stretching you to anger, to test your limits of how far will you go before you insult me because I've... You know, mm-mm, that's not the stretching, but welcome God's stretching. It's hard. It's hard. I know. Trust me. I know because I have been in the thick of it and I am still being stretched. But the only difference now is that I welcome it. Yeah. Next is you deserve to be in that room. Um, You can, I'm not going to explain too much in this one, but you can go back and listen to the episode on all about LA23. Yeah, I talked so much about imposter syndrome in that episode. Um, so you can go listen to that one if this is something that you need to hear today. But you deserve to be in that room. I, I've learned this and I'm learning this every day that every room I found myself in, I deserve to be there. And God saw it fit that I be in that room. He knows what he's doing. I might not know what I'm doing or why I'm there, but God knows why. And so I deserve to be in that room. You deserve to be there as well. Don't make yourself small, guys. Don't. You're a big deal. You know, I've liked to use this. You are a big deal. You know, even in God's eyes, you are a big deal. The biggest deal. And so you deserve to be in that room. So yeah, go listen to that episode. I talk about imposter syndrome and how I just struggled with that last year. So yeah. Next is read fiction books, but also read nonfiction books. (laughs) All the fiction girls are about to come for me. And listen, please do. I'm saying this and I've only read, I think, like, two or three nonfiction books. 
But the thing is, the same two or three have been so impactful. Like, I've learned so much. And, yeah, I mean, I'm not saying I'm going to stop reading fiction. Like, I will still read fiction. I'm probably still going to struggle to read nonfiction. But, like, sometimes just learn things, you guys. Like, <laughs> like sometimes learn something, you know. So, yeah, this is coming from someone who's read maybe, like, three nonfiction books her entire life. Not entire life, no. I probably read about ants and stuff when I was young. But, like, my entire conscious adult choosing my own book's life, yeah. So, learn something. Like, challenge your mind, you know. Listen to it. Like, read what other people think about certain things. Get some advice from books, you know. Other people have walked certain paths that you don't want to walk. So, here, like, just talk about, like, read about it you know just learn one or two things or just three things you know but yeah that's actually a challenge to myself this year to read more non-fiction not to read more non-fiction than fiction but to just increase maybe do like once a month or once in two months like one book in two months i don't know yeah but i've learned that you must read non-fiction as well people who know stuff like they're just people who know things they read a lot and some things that people know through reading they won't find in a fiction book and it pains me trust me it pains me to even say this but people who know stuff are reading and they're not just reading fiction you know they're reading things that like real things you know so yeah read books guys like read a book read a book and read a non-fiction book yeah Next, I don't even know. It's number seven, accept the doors God closes. Yeah. When God says this season is over, it is over. When God says I have shut the door, don't start looking for the key so that you can unlock it and go back in. Don't take yourself back to places that the Lord has put you out of. Don't. If the Lord has broken the chains off of something, if he has freed you from, could be addiction, if he's freed you from a bad habit or whatever it is, and you have experienced freedom and you know you have experienced freedom, don't go back. Don't, mm -mm. just say the door is closed, the chains are broken, the bondage is, mm -mm, and don't go back. Right? This could be that. And also just in life also. When God has said, mm -mm, it's time for you to leave this place, you know, like leave. Like if it's a job that you left, you know, leave the job. And now there you are knocking, trying to enter through the window. But God has closed the door. Don't do that. You're going to break, you know, you're going to break that window and you're going to cut yourself so accept the doors that the Lord closes. Like I said earlier, don't shrink yourself to fit in spaces you have outgrown. This, this is for me. And of course, duh, you know, don't shrink yourself to fit in places you have outgrown. Eh, you guys, do you know, I'm a Christian girl, if you can't tell. But like, do you know when you first have like your encounter, you know, like and you're... Like, convictions just start hitting you differently. And you're like, mm, this, no, this I can't do. This place I can't be in. This I can't be, you know. Like, there's that period where it's just tough. <laughs> like, it's tough. 
you're trying to not go back like the spirit is willing but the flesh the flesh is not you know but then you've outgrown that space and you know you have outgrown that space like sometimes i think it becomes less of like the flesh isn't willing but even just you yourself like mentality like you've outgrown it okay you've outgrown that space why are you trying to shrink yourself again just to fit in that space that's no longer yours you know like you no longer fit that mold you know why are you trying to shrink and make yourself so small so that you can fit in again Mm-mm. don't do that don't do that don't shrink yourself to fit in spaces you have outgrown i need to hear this again today right now and I'm glad it's on this list. Number eight, it is not about where God is taking you, but what he is making you. I recently read, if you can't tell, I recently read a book called Ready Fire Aim by Pastor Mark, who is the senior pastor of the church I go to. And that's where I read this and I paraphrased it 100%. I don't think he wrote it exactly like this. But yeah, it's such a, like sometimes, especially after, especially after you've like, what's the word? I don't want to sound so dramatic, like you've changed your whole life. <laughs> like when you become born again, like even if it's after like the 60th time, right? Like the 61st time where like now you're serious, serious, right? When like it can become so easy to focus on, okay, like things have to become like great now and if god called you to you know go to the second floor now you're waiting for the third floor and when he says okay it's time to get off the third floor you're expecting to go to the fourth floor but then it's like you have time to go back to the second floor it can become hard because like you're so focused on like where am i going next you know what am i going to do next where is god taking me next what is god giving me next what is you know all those things and yet we lose sight of like what has God changed within you even during that time? You know, what has he made you become? What has he turned you into? You know, the verse that was referenced in this chapter is um, where Jesus is telling the disciples, before they were disciples, I will make you fishers of men. Not, you know, I will make you. He made them fishers of men. It wasn't just about where they're taking them, the things that they're not going to be able to do and whatever, but he was making them fishers of men. And so, really, this lesson is to not, like, keep your focus on where God is taking you or what place he's calling you to next and whatever, but to also just focus on what is God doing in me while I'm here, you know? Because sometimes you'll be on the third floor because you need to learn some skills that are going to help you out on the second floor until you have to go back to the second floor. And then only then will you be able to do whatever you were supposed to do there because while on the third floor he equipped you and just made you into someone who sustained what's on the second floor so yeah it's not about where god is taking you but what he is making out of you so yeah the next one is finances make money save money invest money i have not done well i have not done well on this one and like I think mid towards mid last year is when I started thinking, um, I need to make money and I'm still on I need to make money and yeah, that's still my 
you see my mindset make money guys money must be made i was listening to who was it i think it was mpumi mpumi ledwaba who was talking about how you like use your 20s to try out businesses and fail you know try out things and invest like work this is the time to work not in your 30s but this is the time to work so yeah and also if you on the same lesson if you don't have money for certain things like to do things just stay at home it won't kill you it will not the former will be there but if you don't have the money just sit at home sit at home if you don't have the money for the takeout don't start taking money out of where you're not supposed to take it just sit down sit down Next, I think it's number 10. Find your lane and stay in it. This is more about understanding yourself, self-discovery, learning who you are, what are your interests, what are your likes, what are your dislikes, you know, what are you good at doing, where have you been called, what, what's your field, what are you, you know, yeah, like what are you supposed to be doing? So learn all those things, discover that, and then let go of like the comparison between you and the next person, between you and your best friend. Oh, my best friend is doing this, so I must also be doing it. So why aren't I doing it? You know, don't invite other issues. Don't invite stress. Don't invite depression. Like you work as long as that, like the lane you're in is the lane you have been called to be in. Then just trust that what's going on there is what should be going on. You guys, I'm such a Christian and I love it for myself. I do. Next. Next is relationships are for big people. This is number 11, I believe. Relationships are for big people. The parents, the parents were right or long. They're for big people. And I won't say much about this. I'll just add that heartbreak hurts. Like, feel like Kalipa. Like, like, do you know it? Do you know... Um, what is it you can go in English? Do you know? Hmm. I know it's there. There's the word, but I can't think of it. But when you have that thing on your throat, <laughs> when you have that thing on your throat, yeah, and you can't swallow, you can't eat. Yeah. Relationships are for big people. I have a very interesting episode coming out next week. Yep. We have a like, bonus episode this month. For Valentine, so if you want to hear more about that, tune in next week as well. That's where I'm going to expand on this. But for now, all I say is relationships are for big people. Next, take care of your body. Um, this is self care. This is working out, which I'm not honestly good at. But self care, self care wise, um, I like I will look after my mind. I will, I will look after my mind. But I'm also really trying to implement working out more often. Hopefully, the next time I do something like this. I'll be giving you guys fitness tip. But yeah, if you want to pay for my gym subscription um, for my 25th birthday, you are more than welcome. More than welcome. But on a serious note, take care of your body. You guys, you only have one body. It's the only body that you get. Be very intentional with self-care. Whatever self-care will look like for you. You know, whether it's you journaling, whether it's you playing music whether it's whatever it looks like for you whether it's taking like running whether it's working out whether it's whatever take care of your body we want health and wealth we want health yeah next um is this is number 13 it's not just how i am lose that lose the it's just the way i am it's just the way oh my god lose it lose it lose it lose it lose it 
I'm very sure that there are certain things I missed out on because of it's just the way I am. Even like talking to people because I was very sarcastic. Like you guys, God has really like tamed my tongue. But I'm so sure that there are things I've missed out on because of it's not, you know, like it's just who I am. It's just the way I am. I just talk like this. So everyone else has to just accommodate it. Oh my goodness. Don't do that, guys. Like, meet people halfway. Don't be rude to people. Honor those around you, whether it's above you or below you. Treat them with respect. Treat them with honor because I have seen that it opens doors for you. I'm telling you guys. I am telling you guys. It literally opens doors for you. I think there are things that I've experienced that I know are only as a result of the fact that I honored some people who maybe didn't even, they were not deserving. <laughs> like they didn't deserve it. Or I did them with respect, even when they were disrespectful to me. But yeah, you have to lose this. It's just, it's just how I am attitude. Like that is horrible. Mm-mm, it's horrible. It's bad because I think there's certain things about our character that we can change, especially if you know it's a bad thing. Like, uh-uh, just change it. It's never just how you are. How you are is this is the you that God created. So find that, you know, find that you. If you are shallow, like anything else, no. Next is there is grace for every place God calls you to. I've talked about this briefly. It's number three, um, 14. So I won't explain it more. 15, learn who you are, discover who you actually are and be honest with yourself. The best thing I did for myself last year was just discover when I find out, like learn how. That was the best thing that I did. And I think, you know, with all due respect and all humility and whatever, like I think this is the most I've loved myself truly because i think i've really learned who i am and i love absolutely love the like true me you know the real one not the version that the the one that was changing up and down or whatever but there's so much power i think in discovering who you actually are then you know your strengths you know your weaknesses you know your limits you know your boundaries and that just changes everything because then you discover that actually if you're very determined you could jump and you'll be on the moon you know but like especially if you were like me and you've had you've worn too many like faces and stuff like that it's very important to just stop and just go back and just ask god like show me actually what i do like and what i don't like and be honest with yourself about where you are be honest with yourself because if you're lying to yourself, like you can lie to other people maybe, but lying to yourself does you no good even on your journey of um self-discovery. Some things you discover about yourself, you wish you didn't discover them, but it's like part of the journey, you know. You realize you have some certain traumas, some certain hurts that are hidden somewhere, but you're going to have to find them and you're going to have to heal from them because then you find that that hurt just contributed to like the person who you were who was not your true self so learn who you are discover who you actually are and be honest with yourself 15 don't be afraid to try just do it just do it just do it i think i've tried things this year and i'm so proud of myself i've been i've tried things i posted on tiktok 
I posted on Instagram like so many times. I posted on Instagram. I've like, you know, like these last few years, I've started a podcast. I've DM'd people. I've given people my contact details, gotten business cards. Like, I've tried things, you know, I've tried truly. Not everything has worked, but I have tried. So don't be afraid to try. There are lessons to be learned even as you try, whether you fail, whether you win or whatever. Don't be afraid to try. Then learn and depend on God's grace. Depend on God's ability and not yours. This is a big one. I wrote a um, post on my blog, Plug, last week where I was talking about how to juggle like all your responsibilities, if you do multiple things and whatever, just how to keep everything going, how to keep it flowing. And literally, it has to be God's ability because if it's yours, you're going to fall apart, you're going to cry in the middle of nowhere. Like, yeah, you must not do things in your own strength. Don't In a previous episode, I, I talked about pouring from the world that doesn't run dry. Like, learn about God's grace and then depend on God's grace. Like, if you can do things in someone else's strength, do it. And let that someone else be God. Not by my own power, not by my might, but by God's spirit. Like, that's how we're working. That's how we do things over here. Like, it's only by grace. So every time people ask, how? Just how do you get this done? Just how do you... It is grace. And I've said it, this is the 100,000th time I'm saying this. There is grace for the places God has called you to. There is grace. Number 18. Add a fun activity once in a while. Like, don't be too serious when any, you know, like, this is something I've learned. Don't be too serious. You know, quick story time. This year, there was a concert, the Travis Green and... Bill Thompson concert, right, in the soccer. And so that week, I remember I had so much work and, like, the deadline was, I think, that Monday I needed it to be submitted. And I don't know, some things were not adding up in my calculations, right? So I remember I went to church for rehearsal, but then I was like, I need to go home because I need to go and do these calculations. And so I came home on Saturday, stayed up really late doing these math, these calculations, and then... At some point, again, they stopped. It wasn't making too much sense. Like, when I thought about it again, I'm like, mm, this is not a correct, like, you know, thought process. And then Sunday, I went to church. I had even carried, like, the book where I was doing my calculations in because I was like, right, any small gap I have, I'll be doing that work. So we had planned to go for the concert, like me and, like, some friends of mine. So we had planned to, but then... I hadn't gotten a ticket till then. And then I wasn't even moved to get a ticket on the actual day because I had work to do. But then, um, you know, my friends are like, no, let's just go. And I'm like, you guys, I have work. Like, I have pending work that I can't, like, I have to go for work tomorrow and they work like it's done, you know. No, let's just go, whatever, whatever, whatever. So peer pressure, peer pressure. <laughs> but it was for things of the Lord, right? <laughs> Use wisdom, guys. Don't just do things. So anyway, we're like, okay, cool, let's go. So I go buy the ticket, like, on the way to the venue. And we get there, and it was just an amazing time. Like, you guys, it was so much fun, but it was so, like, it was just so beautiful. And, like, I forgot during that moment, like, I had all this pending work left. And so I came home, 
after it was done and then i remember planning like we're like we'll leave the place at 19 hours hey 7 p.m we'll be out of there but you know zambians and zambian time ish may our story be different in this year but yeah things did not start until way later and they were supposed to so that 7 p.m was like still the beginning of the things and it's like we can't go now so i ended up getting home pretty late and fashioned up and started looking at my calculations again and then i realized ah, there's nothing that i can do <laughs> i just looked and I said there's nothing else i can do you know so i just packed it and i said tomorrow will solve itself and i went to work and what did they tell us oh, i went for work and they're like oh no you have to we have to like just change the whole things, the people, the people who are doing it have changed some designs and whatever. So anything that I would have spent that Sunday calculating would have been useless on Monday. So yeah, add some fun, do some fun things. Like don't be too serious. I know I'm very capable of just being serious all the time. You know, it's very easy to be for me to just not do fun things. So I have like I've learned to be very intentional. Like just relax. You know rest like life is serious but rest you know do things that bring you joy whatever that is you know for me my fun activities are not other people's fun activities like my fun activities for the people are boring you know but that's okay it's my activity you know so adding something fun every like you know do once in a month you do something fun just to rest and relax your mind number 19 i hope you know why I'm like now confused because I some things I was combining them. So my number system has changed in my head, but it has not changed on like where I've written the things. It is number nineteen. Yeah. Don't forget family. Don't forget family. I think as we get older and life becomes busy, you know, like I think I don't know if I was telling my mom this, I don't know who I was telling. But I think even just for parents, like when your children are at a certain age, like your kids are like in their 20s, they've developed personalities, they have their own things that they're trying to do and whatever. I th- I just think parenting becomes hard at that point because like I have my own things, you know, I have my own, you know, we just have thoughts now, we have opinions and whatever. And it's so easy for me at least to just get caught up in that, like, but I have my own things. And yet here I am in my mother's house. So where is my own house? Hmm? Like, where is it? But it's just so easy to get caught up in, like, your own stuff. Like, the things that you're working towards, the things you have to do, your own, that you forget that, like, there's a whole family that you've been placed into that you also need to be present for, that you also need to serve. So, yeah, that's definitely... One of the biggest lessons I've learned, like, even as I keep on getting older, because I'm going to do this again when I'm 30, maybe, or something. But even as I'm getting older, I've seen that I do need to prioritize family. That's a lesson I've learned. And, like, the times I do, it, like, not that I don't, don't get me wrong, but when I intentionally make choices to serve my family, I just see the positive impact it has on you know, like my relationships with within with people within my family. So yeah, like as I get busy, as I figure myself out, as I handle everything that I have to handle, as I, you know, 
work on myself, I must also remember that I have a family that also needs to be served and loved and whatever. Yeah. Next is number 20. I can't save anyone. When I need a saver, ah, the savior. When I need a savior does not exist anymore. She remained when she was 24 years old. She does not exist. God is our savior. Our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. When any is not a savior, you are not anyone's savior. Can the Lord use you to reach people? 100%. Can he use me to reach people? 100%. Am I the one who's doing the saving? No. It will never be me doing the saving. Oh, it will never be me. Never. When any savior does not exist, I'm I'm not trying to save anyone. I am releasing myself. I'm releasing myself from carrying that burden of trying to save people. And I'm just giving them to God. And I don't mean save in the sense of like salvation. But I just mean save. Like, I think you know what I mean, you know, like from saving them from detriment or from their choices or from, you know, just saving people like. It's beyond me. It has always been beyond me. And I'm sorry to myself for the times I thought it was something I could do. Because truly I can't. I cannot save anyone. And from 25 going forward, like, I mean, I'll do what I can do. I'll do what God has graced me to do. But the saving is going to have to be him. It's not me. I am not the one to save anyone it's not me next number 21 go back and heal the childhood you go back and heal that person and hey you guys for me this was a very big one it was a very big one because going back and by going back i don't mean yeah, I just mean looking within yourself and just thinking back, going back to all those years and just to back when you were a kid and just forgive yourself for like choices you made, decisions you made. Maybe you should have known better, but you did not know any better or you're not even the cause or the reason why certain things happen, but you've carried so much blame. Like, Go back and forgive that person. Because I had to do that. I had to go back and forgive childhood Wanani. I had to go back and heal her. Let her heal. And for me, that carried along forgiveness for other people. Because in forgiving myself, it helped me realize, like, mm, I've carried, like, anger for certain people. Not because they actually did hit me but because i was also angry at myself and they were there so yeah like go back and forgiveness is such a horrible thing you guys unforgiveness is such a horrible thing and it just hinders you from so much it steals your joy it steals your peace like sometimes you can't even point out like why is this like this meanwhile it's because you're holding unforgiveness in your heart it's such a horrible thing so go back and allow childhood you to heal and forgive her for the things that she did not know or he whatever it is like whoever you are listening 
like forgive that person forgive the child the child did not know and maybe it wasn't even the child's fault so forgive the child go back and forgive the child it's very very important very important a lot of things we do also are just stemmed in childhood i'm not a psychologist i'm not whatever don't quote me but there's just so much that we carry from when we're children or what we experience as children that kind of influence um who we are now and sometimes our negative responses to things or our like the parts of ourselves ourselves that are not good sometimes can be tied to childhood experiences so look back go back and just allow yourself to heal let you like allow yourself to really just live in a whole the whole vision of yourself yeah number 21 I've learned in 25 years, I've learned that I love people, but I also enjoy being alone. Like when I come back from work, I just want to be in my room. And that's like the time when everyone in the house wants to see each other and whatever. So I have to be very intentional about like going out and like sitting for like 10 minutes or whatever. But I think after being around people the whole day, I just get so exhausted and I just want to be physically alone. So, yeah, and, like, I've accepted that, like, I love people, I like to go out, I like to eat, I like to whatever with people, but at the end of the day, I just want to be alone. And, you know, sometimes you also have to just be with yourself, like, just be on your own sometimes and just think, give yourself time and space to think about the choices that you made during the day. But, you know, sometimes we're so afraid of being on our own because you don't know what's going to come up. You don't know what's going to surface and will show itself. So sometimes just sit down, just relax, just you and yourself. And yeah, I enjoy that. I do. Another thing I've learned is that I'm made for things bigger than me. You're made for things that are bigger than you. You guys, your obedience, I think I've talked about this somewhere, but anyway, your obedience does not affect just you, but even the people around you. Yeah. Believe it or not, the decisions you make, they're not just for you or they're not just about you, but they affect even those around you. And so it's simple to say then that you're made for things that are far bigger than you. Like sometimes you can be very um, self you know, self-centered, just thinking about yourself, thinking about what, and yeah, I mean, self-care, that's why I'm I'm always saying there's a thin line between self-care and selfish, but yeah, like, uh, like for some, a lot of things anyway are just beyond us, even as you make decisions, even as you choose to obey or to disobey, even as you choose to turn left before you turn right, like just understand that the things that you do are affecting not just you, but other people. Not that you should live life for other people. That's not what I'm saying. And not that you should just, you know, forsake yourself and just think of others. But just understand that sometimes, literally sometimes, even the salvation of the person next to you could be tied to your obedience or your disobedience today. So when you think of it like that, it's pretty much a big deal. Like what I have for breakfast matters, you know. <laughs> but yeah, number 22. 
but yeah i'm made for things far bigger than me um things are not always supposed to only bring me joy but they're linked to other people as well some people might disagree with it some people might not let me know let me know what you think yeah number 23 you guys i've lost the numbering thing but yeah okay i'll just read all of them until the last one show up for those who need it you know show up for those who need it and push those who just need a push so let me explain i only have a few minutes let me explain right i think this is what i've come to learn especially in this last year right i've come to learn that there are people who genuinely need you to show up for them and that could be financially or with your time or like whatever it could be the people who actually need you to shop for them in that sense and then there are people who just need for you to push them you know just push them to face or you know to face the direction that they should go and that's enough and they'll go but then there are others who just need you to really like show up and hold their hand through it yeah so being able to identify the two and to know who needs what is very vital at least it's very vital for me because then like it helps to prevent also offense i wish i could like explain more but i can't but yeah it helps to prevent offense and i think entitlement to a certain point it helps to prevent entitlement and it just gives perspective, like even to you to know, like, Mm-mm, I actually don't need this. I just need some direction and I'll be okay. So a lesson for me really is that I should be able to know those who need me to hold their hand and those who just need me to like turn them to face the correct direction and move. Because lack of knowing between the two was just causing me to like exhaust myself, you know, I'm just so tired and I don't want to be so tired, you know. So just learn that this one needs will need me to really show up in all whatever form. This one will just need me to help them realize that, oh, this was going on and then leave them and they'll go. They will be okay. Yeah, they're going to be just fine. Number 24, seek God first. Whatever you do, seek you first the kingdom of God and everything will be added unto you. Everything is everything, whatever field, whatever uh, area of life, health, finances, whatever it may be, relationships, seek first the kingdom of God. Seek ye first. That should be the thing. Like, move around with a mentality of, like, I want to know God and I'm seeking you first and I'm trusting everything else that comes after is going to, like, it will be sorted out because I'm seeking you, but I want to know you. You know, so that's number 24. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. Number 26. The, oh, number 25, you guys. Number 25 is that... at Before I say number 25, I went for a picnic this year. Not a picnic, a... What was it? Vision board party, right? With social Sabbath. Plug, check them out on Instagram. So yeah, I went for a vision board party um, at Social Sabbath and we had to write like some, what was it, like things that we've learned 
or discovered about ourselves or something like that in like in 2023 and one thing i wrote which is lesson number 25 is that wanani is actually pretty dope she has personality you know i'm actually pretty cool and now i don't give a disclaimer of oh no you might not find me interesting i don't do that anymore because i used to do that even last year i used to do that but at least towards the end of the year i was no longer doing that because i'm actually cool guys and if you disagree it's beyond me there's nothing that i can do about it but i actually have a personality i'm actually interesting to talk to i actually like things i actually dislike certain things but i'm pretty dope and i have a personality lesson number 25 thank you so much for listening to this very not chaotic i think it wasn't chaotic honestly i apologize because i decided to combine some things and it just made me lose track of the numbers but yeah by then we're done because i had written more than 25 anyway so it has worked out in the end but yes those are my 25 lessons at 25 and yeah so please do check out my blog at doseofwanani.com I'm going to link it um, in the description of this episode. Follow my Instagram as well at dosefwanani. And tune in next week. I always post every two weeks. But this month is the month of love. The best month of the year. The cutest, cutest, cutest month of the year. And so I have a special episode. on Jumping on the 14th of February. Um, a very special Valentine's episode. So please do tune in and like just listen to what i have prepared like it's too fun like i don't know yeah it's gonna be both on the podcast and on the blog as well so come back next week we have an episode next week but yeah thank you so much for listening wish me a happy birthday (laughs) i'm gonna do this again when i'm 30 because i can't like i need some time to pass so that i can think about the lessons because if i do it next year again i'll be lying i'll start lying and i don't want to lie so we'll do this again when i'm 30 but thank you so much for listening share with your friends share with whoever you think needs to listen to this and let me know what you think dm me on instagram send me an email whatever it is and let me know your thoughts thank you so much for listening see you next week bye